0: Welcome to the High on Life podcast, where it's all about empowering you with the medicine and the mindset to healthfully lose weight and thrive beyond the scale. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha High. Hello, hello, my friends. I'm so excited to be bringing you a new series on the podcast called Client Spotlights. I think it is so important to share the real-lived experiences of people who have obesity, have learned to manage their weight in a healthful way, learn to love and accept themselves. So I'm going to be bringing their voices to the podcast so you can hear and relate and know that you are not alone. My very first client spotlight is with one of my amazing clients, Ryan Morin. Ryan is married. He's been with his wife for 16 years. He has two lovely daughters— He's originally from Thunder Bay, and he loves baseball, hockey, fishing, boating, being at his cottage in Halliburton. And Ryan has also had challenges with his weight since he was very early in his life. And like many people, he tried numerous diet and exercise strategies. And we met about a year and a half ago when he was referred to me by his family doctor to get some professional help. And it has been so amazing to see him persevering, getting clarity about the physiologic drivers behind his weight, and also learning how his thoughts and emotions play a big role in his eating and behaviors. In this interview, Ryan was not afraid to be vulnerable, and I know you are going to love hearing his story, and you're also going to learn some valuable lessons from his experience. So please enjoy my conversation with today's Client Spotlight, Ryan Morin. All right, Ryan, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. I'm really excited for this. I'm excited to talk about your story because I think some of the things that have happened to you especially on your path to figuring out like how to find sustainable weight management um, it's stuff that you know sometimes people don't want to talk about but many people experience and so it's so important to like normalize the experience and realize that many, many people are going through the same thing so, with that being said, thank you again. Why don't you give us a little intro about you?
1: Great, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, sharing sharing my story, and and hopefully there's a little <laughs> bit in there for somebody to to uh, to learn and and uh, and help them along their journey. Uh, so I am uh, I'm 42 years old. I'm married, kids, busy you know busy lifestyle, work, uh, kids activities. Um, whole nine yards, I enjoy it. Um mm-hmm. I, I enjoy being outdoors, just being active and spending time with my family, friends, um, which we haven't done a whole lot of in the last <laughs> while, but yeah. uh um we're slowly getting back to that and and uh you really learned how much you missed that. Um so yeah there's uh for for me and my journey it's it's been um pretty much since I was a kid Um, it it had actually, actually, as I reflected on the journey, you know, preparing for, for this, uh, for for this event, I I really Mm -hmm. actually kind of rolled it back a little bit and, and realized that it, it, uh, it rolled back to, to when I was a kid. And, but when you're a kid, you know, you don't really pay attention to it. You're, you know, you're going through changes, you grow and whatnot. But, um, when I got into my late teens, early twenties, um, I, I would always have weight up and down, up and down. Uh, and when I look back on that, um, I am an emotional eater that, that is who I am. That's, that has been, uh, what I've done forever. And, and back then it was never really talked about or recognized or, um, understood, um, understanding, you know, healthy lifestyles, how nutrition plays into, plays into it, how, uh, exercise plays into it. It was never really talked about. It was, a back then for me, what I noticed was a lot of fads, um, Mm. all, all kinds of gimmicky things going on. It was never, nobody ever took the approach of, you know, a holistic, um, balanced, uh, lifestyle that was more than just focusing on what you eat, but you know, just what you do. Um, so, Uh, I I got into my early twenties, unfortunately, and, uh, struggled a lot with, uh, weight gain, um, with sleep. Um, and, uh, I was actually put on a medication that medication caused me to gain a lot of weight and that Mm -hmm. put me over, put me over that, that, that line of, you know, managing it. it now put it so far out of control. Right. Um, that, I didn't, I got lost. I didn't, didn't know what to do. Uh, so I, I was very persistent. Um, I, I was able to seek, um, second opinions and and just, just kept pursuing the answer, uh, of, of what I needed. And at that time, um, the issue I was dealing with was, was sleep apnea. Um, I have, uh, an issue with my epiglottis that, um affects my sleep. And uh it was having a big impact on my weight and hormones and all of that, all the all the things that go along with with poor sleep. So uh my doctor at the time got me off the medication and uh got me set up with all the sleep apnea gear, a CPAP machine great. And within about three or four months, you know, things started turning around. Um, We were about to have kids. And, uh, I, I knew I had to, um, I was very, very overweight for me at that time. And I was really concerned about my weight, my energy. I wanted to be the best me I could be for, you know, our children that, that were brought in into our family and make sure that they could get everything out of me that they could, because that's Mm -hmm. what they, that's what they need. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that, that was successful by, um, introducing, um, more exercise. And I started working with a, a dietitian to really just sort of get my diet under control and, and get my head wrapped around, um, what I needed to be eating and, and how I need to be eating. And, and that, that worked. That was great. Um, I got my weight under, under control and, uh, you know, I kept, kept cruising along, just doing what I normally did. Um, and then probably like most people, um, you know, you hit another roadblock and things started changing and things started swinging in the wrong direction. And, uh, it was, it was, it was hard to wrap my head around because, you know, I was doing the same things, but the outcome was not the same. Um, and, and things started sort of slipping out of my control a little bit and get into this panic spiral. Um, and again, what kicks in for me, emotional eating and this vicious cycle. And uh, again, not necessarily recognizing it and um, being really hard on myself. Um, probably the worst. And, and for me, that that's something um, I still continue to work on is trying not to be so hard on myself. Um, not trying to be perfect, not, you know, not, not trying to, to have to have everything in the right spot. And that a little bit of chaos and um, imperfection is totally fine. Uh, And so, so it was a vicious spiral and, and that actually went on for, I would say close to seven years. Um, But I kept, I kept at it. I really did. I, you know, working with, dietitian again and things were um uh, really getting out of my out of my control and 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 um I know not a lot of people are gonna say this, but um when it came to the pandemic, if it wasn't for uh that break, um, and I say break for me was the the cycle of your of your of your life, of your daily routine of you know, get, getting up, going to work, coming home. Um, I'm commuting 120 kilometers a day, uh, round uh, that's, that's both ways, but to work my, my days were 12 to 14 hours long. You don't really put focus on what you need to, and and it's gotta be your health and, and you, um, being able to work from home. I finally got a a minute to stop and Mm -hmm. take a deep breath and really just pursue, um, wanting to, to make things better for myself. And, Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, it, it it went through again, you know, on my own, I was able to focus on using the tools that I had focus on, um, my nutrition and, 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 um, uh, you know, I I didn't have to worry about packing lunches. Great. I was home. Yeah. Um,
0: Can I pause you for a second, Ryan, before we kind of go on to this part, tell me a little, tell us a little bit more about, you said this spiral. That yeah. you were referring to what, tell us about that because I think a lot of people feel like they just keep trying the same thing and it's not working and then it works for a short time then they you know so tell us what that was like for you what was the spiral
1: for me, the spiral was uh hey, I was doing these things that were successful in the past uh, mm-hmm. and they're not working and then um I get get mad at myself I get hard on myself yeah and then subconsciously you know you work in some bad habits and and you know you're you are you are so you're you're my, for me my brain is constantly going and thinking and what am i doing i'm i'm you know i'm not sleeping properly I'm my you know i'm i'm subconsciously i'm eating um when i shouldn't be i, I don't even want to I, I really and that was the thing is like what why am i doing this I, I don't want to um but it was my my, my emotional response to the stress and panic right. of of things getting out of my control
0: yeah yeah. Feel, so it's it's like this, we've talked about this, you and I, but it's like that paradox of like, okay, I'm starting to gain weight, even though I'm trying to do these healthy behaviors. And then that affects you emotionally. Yeah. And then you kind of enter into, you know, what we could describe as like self-defeating behavior or self-sabotage is a term that people use where now you're like eating, having this stress eating response that is then further making the situation difficult Yeah, I and mean, it's, it's like, right? see,
1: I, 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 I can't yeah. do it, but it's, it's because I'm enabling myself not to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that, uh, that, that, that is a, that's something that, that I'm constantly, um, aware of, uh, and getting better at dealing with. And again, I'm not perfect at it. Um, but I get better and better and better every day. Every time yeah. I catch myself doing something, um, you know, I just kind of stop and think like, do I really need to be doing this? No, I don't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's like, that's the new journey that I think you've been on, but you've mentioned now that you're an emotional eater. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
0: if we had asked you at that time, Hey, are you an emotional eater? Would you have identified with that?
1: Probably not. Yeah. Uh, I would have, you know, I thought, no, I'm I'm in control of this. You know, I I know what I'm doing. Um, uh, but you know, uh, working with you has helped me really kind of put a spotlight on, on that and in a good way though, in, in a good way, it's, it was not a negative. It was just recognizing it and Mm -hmm. um, accepting it and recognizing it and accepting it um, has made it easier to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, And, and again, it, you know, it's going to happen every now and then, and and I'm fine with that now. I just know that it's going to happen but I also know how to stop it. Yes. Um, yeah. And I think that that's a, so empowering. That was just, that was the, the spiral and the loss of control. But now I feel empowered to be able to put the brakes on it and change direction yes. um, and not worry about the fact that it happened. Yeah. Just celebrate the fact that I put the brakes on and have changed direction.
0: So, so good. Yeah. So how did that awareness come about? Talk us through that process.
1: That, uh, that was really helpful. I was, um, uh, through some of the exercises that we did, just, just, you know, being uh, aware of what, you know, what you're doing, you know, what, what you're doing and what's happening, what's going on and just, just being in tune with it. And then, um, it was the exercise of acknowledging it. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's what this is. Okay. Great. All right. I know what this is and I know this is not this is not helping anything. Okay, fine. Um, so after recognizing it, acknowledging it, and then it was just taking a breath, accepting it, and and then and moving on. But but going through those exercises of like identifying um, what you're doing at the time was a light bulb. And, you know, when you're feeling stressed, what do you do? Oh boy. Oh man. Yeah. And, and not only that, it was recognizing when you're stressed Yes. And, yes. and the triggers. Um, yeah. And, you know, a lot of it is, and, and for some of us, maybe, you know, working from home is a good thing, bad thing. But, you know, when you have a stressful meeting, for example, I'll, I'll use that because that's, you know, most of my day is you're, you're working, you have a stressful meeting and I can feel my stress mounting and I, I need to take a break. And my brain is going thinking about something. And then I start gravitating towards the pantry. And I'm like, Oh, well, what am I doing here? No. So I'd stop and go sit outside or um go for a walk or try to do something else. Mm-hmm. Um to to shift my thought from going to the kitchen, to the pantry, whatever, to um something to help me deal with what's stressing me out.
0: Yes. It's so, it's so good. I think one of the key things that I try to teach our clients is like, actually, you're going to start, you're going to learn to feel the feeling, actually experience the emotion because so often our natural autopilot response is this doesn't feel good. I don't even know what emotion this is, but I don't feel good right now. So what am I going to do to fix this? I'm going to go eat right because it does it gives that pleasure in our reward brain and so it's such an automatic response but so part of the work is actually you're going to learn to feel terrible just learn to feel the bad emotions and like not have to try to escape that right so what you're describing of like oh hold on let me just identify what i'm feeling right now oh i'm feeling stress or i'm feeling anxiety okay what's going on with me how do i want to respond rather than going into that auto autopilot response right
1: yeah that that is exactly um, I- exactly it. And, and, and I think for so long I was taught not to accept that and that it was bad yes, and that right. you shouldn't be feeling that way Yeah. rather than you're going to feel that way. Yeah. You know, st- stress is going to happen. Like th- these things are going to happen. Yes. Um, so as, as I see, steer in, steer into the skid, right. You know, you steer into it, just, just accept it, own it, um and uh unfortunately you've given me the tools to learn how to deal with it.
0: Yeah. 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 So good. I know like it's it's that self narrative. Tell us about that too because you and I have had a conversation, have com- had lots of conversations about like that self narrative and how so often what was happening with the the stress eating was actually, cause you were almost talking yourself into that by beating yourself up. And you, you've told me from the beginning, how you've been hard on yourself. So tell me how you've been shifting that.
1: So yeah, that, that, that was a, oh man, that, that was a big, a big one. Um, and, in man, you, I wish I had of been able to work with that a lot sooner because a lot, you know, a lot of what I went through was just me being hard on myself all of yes. the time. Right. And, and instead of, instead of, um, so this, for me, the spiral of being hard on myself was always focusing on the things that went wrong. Yeah. Um, and, and, and really driving into it. One thing goes wrong, but f- five things go Right. Why am I focusing on the one thing and beating myself up over the one thing?
0: Mm-hmm. I should be
1: celebrating the five things or the two yes. things that went right. Um, so for me, it was shifting away from, okay, uh, you know, you got something at work. You know, I had a rough day because of one thing. Well, no, I didn't have a rough day because of one thing. I had a great day because I managed to get these other two things accomplished that I really wanted to. That one thing, whatever, I'll 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 figure that out. It'll 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 come. but I would focus on that one thing or two things and just wouldn't let it go to the point where it was the you know, stress was mounting. And you know, then bring on the stress eating and and the right. spiral and yeah. the no sleep and the every and then irritability and and everything. And even even my wife has said that uh the I, I'm not getting as stressed out and as as irritable. Wow. And, yeah. And, and she asked me, what, what did you do? And I said, well, it's, it's, you know, Dr. Heisman helping me with this. And, and now I don't focus on that. And now it's how we behave in the house, even with the kids, you know, bad, how's the, how's your day at school? What, what did you do? Oh, it was something, you know, so-and-so did something. Okay. Well, forget about that. What are the fun things that you did? And that has really shifted in our whole house.
0: Wow. That's, it's, that is amazing. I love hearing that because, you know, this conversation isn't even about eating or your diet or counting your macros or your calories really has zero to do with that. Right. It's, I love this work because it's, you're learning to manage your mind. You're learning to Understand your emotions, which is your experience of your life, and often that's the experience that drives you to these behaviors. Where you're like, why why do I keep doing this? Why do I keep eating like I'm not hungry? And and then we focus so much on the diet that we we miss the mark, right? And so what you're describing is like it goes so far beyond that, and it's having this impact on every other part of your life, which is so amazing.
1: I I and yeah, you have no idea, just even professionally, um, how it's helped improve. My emotional intelligence, just even dealing with, uh, you know, conflict and situations, um, it's just given me a whole other perspective on how to manage it and how to react and how to not react. Um, And it's made me finally feel like I'm in control of it, but not in a way where I need to be perfect, where I can recognize and adjust. And and I think that's constantly what it's about is just adjusting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's so, so good. Okay. So let's now go back. Cause I interrupted you. You were just kind of getting to this part where the pandemic was, this was a pause for you mm-hmm. and, but you were still trying like the, you know, trying to manage your nutrition. So uh, like, yeah, take, keep, keep going with your journey from there.
1: Uh, so, you know, for a little while, I just, I just knew I had, I had that gut feeling that something just wasn't right. Um, you know, my body just wasn't behaving the way it 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 could. And and when I look back on on uh on on the journey, I'd have these moments where it would work and it would kind of stop working, and it would kind of work and kind of stop working. And it's it's almost like uh, you know, your your lawnmower, um it's working and then it starts sputtering a little bit. And, and then eventually it stops working and you think, Oh, it's just out of gas and you put more gas in it and it's still not working. Um, and then you realize, Ooh, it, it's something mechanical. I, you know, it's, I've, i always felt like, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I think it was a fear of, of feeling like it was an excuse or failure. Mm-hmm. And I never really wanted to acknowledge that. Um, and I kept pursuing it with, with my doctor, with my family doctor, and I kept saying, like, look, I I really don't think that this is under my control. I, I really need help. Um, and that's when she finally recommended me uh that I speak with you. And uh in in here we are.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I know, you know, when we started working together and you've been working with Brianna, who's mm-hmm. one of our amazing dietitians, um, and you know, what we arrived at this point where like you were, you were heating so well, you were, you were active, you were playing hockey, you were doing all these things. And, you know, and I had been talking to you about like, Hey, Ryan, there's physiology going on here, right? (laughs) There's physiology and you're doing your part, but you're not seeing the results Mm -hmm. because your body is just resisting. And it took a while for you to kind of come around to that. And I, th- and I, I think that's a common experience, um, that many people are just like, no, I should be able to, you know, I should be able to manage this. And, and there are people who don't need medical treatment necessarily, but for you, tell us how you arrived at this point where you're like, okay, you know what? I, I, I think I want to consider medical treatment.
1: Yeah. So for oh man, it was, it was, uh, it was good news and bad news. Um, not so much bad news, but it was, it was good news. Um, but it was a lot to take in and to understand. And, and again, for, for me, it was just a bad experience in the past, um, with, with medication that put me in the wrong direction. And I knew that I I knew that this wasn't the same situation, but my, my, uh, fear and apprehension from a previous, um, situation was limiting my ability to just accept it. But I also think I really needed to just process it and understand what does this mean? You know, and so, you know, of course, with there's a lot of information out there. Um, uh, and I, I started looking a little bit and, you know, I had to go through the, you know, the the stages of acceptance, right? You know, a little bit of denial, you, know, you could go through all of those. and And I looked at my overall health and I had to weigh the risks of what are the risks to my body and my health if I don't do something now, you know, if I don't manage this now and, and what are the risks of, of, you know, being on medication? And it came down to the fact that the medication risks were far lower than all of the other things that were going to happen if I didn't get this under control. Uh, and, and then I, 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 you know, talked it over with my wife and, you know, what do you, what do you think? And, you know, she's was supportive and we talked it through and, um, you know, we, we looked at everything together and, you know, she said, if this is something that you, you think you want to pursue, then, you know, I, I'm comfortable with it. Um, so I have no concerns. So, you know, you, you talk, talk to Dr. Hyde and, and go from there. And so it was a big day to say, yeah, let's, let's, take it down this path. And I'll be honest, just given the history, I was skeptical um, and, and, and a little cynical. And I didn't like that, but I understand why. Um, but it was, uh, it was a good decision.
0: Yeah. Why do you say that? What has your experience been with it?
1: Uh, well, first of all, it was just confirming, hey, it, it wasn't, it's not you it's not what you're doing. It's not my fault. It really isn't. Um, and now when I, I, I meet people and talk to people and I see people and, um, kind of watch how they behave and things that they do, I can kind of recognize people that follow the similar patterns to what I'm, what I'm doing. And, And I'm not one to, you know, to get in there and say, Hey, you know, you should do this or do that. But I, I, I see that they're struggling with the same things that, I was or or am, and they're hard on themselves and and I'm sure in some of their cases it's not their fault um, and they don't realize that and I think society can and you know social media everything can make people feel like it is their fault yes um and and it was just so relieving to know like all of these great things that I've been doing were good for me um while while I was focusing on uh, um for me, it's body weight. Just, you know, I'm a I'm a big guy. That's just that's who I am. But knowing that 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 um, affected you know your joints and mobility and you know all kinds of things that can break down over time. I, I didn't want that. So, while I'm not really focused on the scale, um, knowing that I need to get the body weight that I carry down and and build more muscle so that I'm I'm able to carry it. That that was you know key for me. Um, and And understanding that 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 was my goal was to just to improve my overall life, but what I wanted to do it wasn't that is I just wanted to be more active, I wanted to have more mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to do the things that I like to do
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and and so that's that's where it was an aha moment for me and going this this is exactly. What I'm doing, I am, you know, I'm I'm way more active. I have way more energy. Um, I'm happier, um, and I, I'm not I'm hard on myself anymore. And all of those years of still trying to eat right, that that was still good for me. Yeah. Um, and I need to, I, and now I'm focusing on that more. I'm focusing on the fact that just because I was doing those things and the outcome that I was focusing on wasn't there. I had still given my body, you know, good nutrition and it was exercising Mm -hmm. and all of those other things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to highlight that point, right? Because you were, you were engaging in, in great health behaviors and there is this perception in society that if you carry extra adipose tissue, if you carry, you know, adiposity on your body, it means something about you. It means that you are not doing all these things. And you are such a good example. And I know many people are a great example of you were doing all of the things, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And there was a time that you told me that you, you were kind of fat shamed. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Or like with your, with some of your friends who were kind of just making comments like, Oh, you've let yourself go. It was something along those lines.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. It was, um, and again, they were, you know, this is, this is kind of uh, a little bit of, uh, not, not for everyone, but you know, this, the guys, hockey is this can happen. Right. And, and um it was, it was actually at the start of the pandemic and, you know, you're on, we were doing zoom calls and stuff like that. And, um and, and someone made a comment. And I think for me at that point, it was that, that it, that didn't, Oh man, it, it was hard at first. But I think that was the the slingshot forward for me to really just kind of say, you know what? No, this is not my fault. Um, I'm not doing this. I know because I I know these guys. I know that I'm more active. um, I exercise. I eat right. um, But you're making a judgment based on me, based on what you see. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: for me, that was it. That was. I'm like no more. I'm not doing this anymore. Um, and, and, uh, started pursuing more and, and we got to this point and and that's why I wanted to do this because I want people to know, um, that it, you don't have to accept that. Mm -hmm. Um, you you don't even have to acknowledge that people are, people are going to do that. Um, but, but be resilient and, um, be relentless with your pursuit of, of getting the life that you want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, I, we've talked about that. We treat physiology with medical treatment, but it's not one thing. There's also the behaviors that you're engaging in. And then there's the mind management, which we've talked about is a big part and the emotional aspects of it. What would you say to someone who's like, but it's cheating? Like the, the medication did all the work.
1: Yeah, that, 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 that's a, you know, I originally kind of felt that way too, because, um, you know, everything I do, you want to, you want to do it and you want to do it your way and honest, and, you know, you want to work at it. Um, but sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You, you need help. Um, sometimes you need help and, and that help, uh, is okay. You don't, you don't have to do it by yourself and, um, you, you can, you can be doing all of those great things and not get the result that you want. Um, don't feel like it's cheating. Just understand that you're doing everything that you need to do to have a healthy lifestyle and to improve your quality of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to tell anyone about it, you know, just, Hey, I'm, you know, it just started working. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm eating right. I'm exercising things that you know, I just, I don't tell anyone about it um and and i just go it's my business and mm-hmm. uh i just roll with it i'm just and i'm comfortable and happy knowing that i made the right decision for me yeah
0: yeah yeah and and i think that what i want to highlight too is is that the medication is treating that part of your brain that thinks you're starving and is holding on to energy despite your best efforts right and so it's addressing the physiologic component but that has not meant that you haven't needed to manage your mind and and prevent and, and, and catch on to those self sabotaging behaviors that sometimes we engage in or the emotional eating. Like you've continued, you're continuing to work at this, right? Like you're continuing to do all of those things, and you're active, and you're making food choices. Like you're you're practicing restraint. You're thinking about all those things still.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. And and what it's done is it's allowed me to focus on that part which I can control. Yeah. Um, which I can manage, um, and not focus on the part of, of the, the journey that I really have no control over. Yeah. Um, and we hear people say it all the time, you know, focus, you know, con- worry about what you can control. And it's true. Uh, it's allowed me to just take my brain power away from stressing about the part that I can't control. Um, and again, the, the negative part, you know, instead of f- focusing on the positives, the you know, the food choices, the like you said, all, all of those great things, which are now, you know, I don't I don't focus on. they're just part of my life. And I just deal with it and and, and life goes on and, and I felt, um, and I think I've mentioned this before, I just kind of felt at one point like there's just this huge weight lifted off of me.
0: Mm. And I'm
1: now able to to focus on enjoying the moments instead of stressing about, oh my God. I'm going to a social gathering I'm going to a birthday I'm going to and that used to just trigger me um, and and I get stressed about that because you want to uh, you want to be social um, and and you know you don't want people going oh you're 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 not having a piece of cake or why not and you believe it or not that happens so often when it's really no one's business but sometimes you know you're 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 there and it's part of the celebration sure i'm going to do that and i'm going to do that and i'm just going to enjoy it and i'm going to move on i can do that now um i couldn't do that before i'd almost avoid situations just so i didn't have to deal with that
0: wow yeah wow would you say that i i kind of describe it as like it just you know some of the mental chatter in your brain is just quieted
1: oh Yeah, just that that part of it is is trying. It's it's trying to get my attention, and so you know I'm just ignoring it. It just Mm -hmm. go away. I, Mm -hmm. I don't have time for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So good. Is there anything any last kind of things that you'd say to someone who's been in your shoes or is on their own? You know, having their own experience of feeling like they're struggling and not getting the answers that they need in terms of managing their health and their weight long term.
1: Just just keep asking the questions. Just keep. If you're not getting the answers you need, just go, go talk to someone else. Just keep, keep talking to people, keep talking to, uh, medical professionals, um, peers, join groups. Um, the other thing I would suggest a big one is if you're using social media and you're following, uh, gurus, uh, for fitness, particularly mm-hmm. unfollow them. <laughs> That, yeah. that, you know, that was something now I, um, I, I followed them because, um, I was pursuing, um, a little bit of a passion and, and a side hustle for myself is I, I got my personal trainer certificate, um, because I enjoy the, the, the fitness side and I, I really wanted to help people, but I, I wouldn't do it until I got myself to a point where I was comfortable, um, being able to be a, a, a role model for someone else. So I followed these people And after about a year or so, I realized this is just fake and garbage and, um, a lot of it, again, they're building business. I get that, but it's not helping people who are struggling. It's not at all. It's, it's just, it's trying to portray this image of perfection. Um, Mm -hmm. when it's not about how many reps you do or the types of exercises or the macros, or it's about making what you do um or what you like to do to be active, just enjoy it. It doesn't matter what it is It doesn't have to be a particular type of exercise it, whatever it is, just do it and enjoy it um and so when i I silenced all of that noise um that was very, very helpful in refocusing on what I needed to do. so if you're doing any of that, um
0: don't <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so good. It's like you know there is that. I I like to say like everyone on social media and every influencer and their neighbor and their dog all think that they are experts in managing obesity, which is a medical condition. And, um, and that, you know, if you would just try harder, you could have this body too. It's like, if I just tried hard enough, I could be blonde and blue eyed. Right. And it's just, yeah, that's just not going to (laughs) happen.
1: No. And and on the flip side, um, there's a lot of people out there that provide Really great information like yourself. Those those are the people that you want to start putting in your your sphere of influence. Um, Those are the messages you want to see every day if you're going to be on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, You you've got to call the herd when it comes to you're in control. Whether you think it or not, you're in control of what you see every day. And you know Mm -hmm. a lot of people spend a lot of time on social media, so start filling that feed with the information that makes you feel good um and energizes you and is exciting and is positive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. Thank you so much, Ryan. I mean, I, I loved hearing even more about your story and having your voice. And that's really what this is about is just, you know, giving you the voice because that's what that's what we want to hear in your experience. So thank you for being open and vulnerable and, and just honest.
1: Absolutely my pleasure.
0: Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening to the High on Life podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and review it on Apple Podcasts.